Welcome to another Screen 101. I do have a bad joke prepared. You do? Yeah, if you want to hear it. Always, Nick, always. All right, so um, what did the skeleton cow... No, there are two skeletons crossing <coughs> a field Jeez, and they see a skeleton cow with a skeleton calf, all right? And they say, one says to the other, we better avoid the skeleton cow because um, it's currently with child and they're more aggressive. So they went on a different walk. <laughs> Where's the joke? They went on a different walk, so they changed their, they changed their pathway just because they didn't, they wasn't aggressive to them, but they... <laughs> they changed their pathway anyway. Yes, <coughs> folks, the uh, the ranting of Nick Lucas about skeletons uh, <laughs> next week. More well, tune in then. <laughs> it it wasn't about skeletons. It was a joke. It was about skeletons. No. Andy, uh, you got a book somewhere. I know you do. You got um, a book of skeletons somewhere. <laughs> what do you have for breakfast today, Johnny? Um, John boy. Guess what I had at breakfast today? Guess. Yeah. Was it burrito? No, it wasn't a burrito. It was. Was it toast with marmalade? Yeah. No, it was toast with marmite again. Oh, marmite. Sorry. <laughs> it was marmite. Yeah. Very good. I'm a Lebanon hater. <laughs> do you want to give a shout out to anyone in particular who's listening? Like we we don't usually do that. Do you have anyone in particular want to give a shout out? Um. To? I'd like to give a shout out to um, the Fright Fest crew. Oh, brilliant. Who I uh, love and adore and I'm going to Glasgow with next week for good times. Um, Yeah, this will be the Fright Fest volunteer crew. Um, Much love. Much love from me too for listening. This week we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, We're going to... um, We're we're going to um, pick... We've got one film each. And we're both going to tell each other about that film. And then we're going to decide whether we want to see it based on what the other person said. Yeah. So John um, is going to go first. His film is Tony Erdmann, Oscar-nominated German film. uh, Directed by Maren Aid uh, and starring Sandra Huller, Peter Simonischteck, Michael Wittenborn, Thomas Leubel, Christian Putter, Ingrid Bizu, and um, I guess the main two are Sandra Huller, who plays the daughter of Peter Simon Steck, uh, who plays Tony Erdman. Uh, he's a stage actor, I think. He's come from a stage background. It's his first film, I believe. Yeah, um, that, that and makes sense. Yeah, he plays he plays a he plays two characters. That Tony Erdman is the alter ego. Yeah. Yeah, um, that he invents to. Yeah. Um, well, he invents to try and look after his daughter yeah. without actually being yeah. his her dad. Anyway, John, tell tell us about the film and do you and try and convince me to go and see it or not? <laughs> okay. Um, well, the main concept is well, basically, um, it's quite simple. Like, yeah, he's he's a father that loves practical jokes. Um, so. Um, daughter is really is really hardworking and um, 
in a high flying business level, um, and you know straight out from the from the bat, she's um, really hard to for him to connect with. Um, so he just basically decides to go on a series of practical jokes um, to get a little bit closer to her. Um, it's completely brilliant. Um, it's like nothing you've seen before um, because this is very. The humor is is not conventional humor. It's it's almost like it reminded me a bit of sort of Christopher Guest Guest style, you know, in this is Spinal Tap, and which inspired Ricky Gervais to do this. It is awkward awkward humor, but but it's um, it's on another on another level really because it's 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 tied up with this with this really emotional drama. Um, it's quite simply a father trying to reconnect with a daughter who. They become really distant, but um, it's it's a film full of moments, and there's even even in the film there's long takes of of moments where the characters either on their own just thinking, or the characters drifting away, or as a static shot, and that's a lot about what the film is about it's about how you capture the moments in time and the humor is brilliant i mean the humor is 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 it's really unconventional like it's not like a sort of hollywood comedy it's not even like a british comedy the humor is almost controversial and there's lots of points where where you would the humor is is borderline you know what you might think was appropriate but it's done. It's performed in such a way that that it that it, it really is funny and it really is emotional and really hits the marks. Um, it's one of those films that you can't say too much about without giving without giving it away because the things that you really want to talk about you have to kind of talk about once you've seen the film. But um, it's two hours and forty minutes, um, but it feels like you're in there for about an hour and a half because yeah, the performances are fantastic. The characters are very. Uh, very good, um, yeah. It's 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 it's. I highly recommend it, Nick. Yeah, I think you would really like. I think you'd appreciate a the the filmmaking level um, in there, and also I think you'd appreciate the the lo-fi aspect of it. You know, and and how it's very character-based, but but it's unexpected as well, and it's completely unpredictable. Um, I think it's probably one of the best films I've seen in quite a while, actually. Um, much better than. La La Land. Personally, I feel as if you know this is something where Oscar Oscar needs to stop doing this. This should be in the best film category. It shouldn't be best foreign film. It should be in the best film category. It's 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 perfect. And on a filmmaking level, it's perfect. You know, you you're emotionally drawn into it. You know, the the, the drama is convincing. The humor is brilliant. The, um, even the end, even the song at the end of the credits is 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 fantastic. Um, yeah, I highly recommend it, my friend. Well, thanks, John, for that. Um, just a few questions before I decide. Um, <clears throat> sure. What's with the hair motif on the posters? Like, where does that come from? Can't tell you that it was Bollett. Oh, okay. That's um, the thing about Tony Ehrman. It, I think it's quite a hard film to review because you could you could take it and pick it apart of all the things that are great about it, but they, but they're all in individually great scenes, specifically the ending. The ending is 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 the favourite part about my film. 
so it's kind of hard to talk about it like if you haven't seen it you know, so. I've, um, I've seen a lot of people walk out of this walk out the screen interesting um, yeah I have um, and me. I wonder why you think that is people don't get the humour don't seem to yeah. be getting the humour yeah absolutely um, you why, won't, you won't. why is that why do you think I mean because is it funny John is it, it is actually funny very funny but it's very, very funny in the it's not a con- it's not a conventional comedy uh, mm. at all. It's a very German sense of humour. Um, it's it's controversial humour. It's it's scenes in it where people I can I can understand why they walked out because it, that's exactly what the movie is trying to do. It, it, it's it's trying to play with the conventions of what people think is society is acceptable to do. And um, but what is great about it is that that's exactly what it's trying to do. It's it's I mean the the, the main character. Who has this alter ego, Tony Herman? He's like the guy that turns up at the party that everybody's embarrassed about, you know. And he's 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 really embarrassing his daughter, but he's, you know, he's doing it because she is not happy. She is depressed, and he has a really key scene when he when when she says um, to him, you know, well he I mean you talk about a few scenes in that. I mean he 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 turns up, you know, just spend a month with her while she's in the middle of this very important business deal and he buys her a present um, and it's, it's like a professional cheese grater there's a very funny scene she opens up the present you know and he says that's a very good cheese grater you know you know it's, it's, it's a French cheese grater you know it's very high on the market you know it's like it's quite a funny scene he's very dry um, and he's sort of repeatedly asking her you know like are you happy you know and she says well you know, even if I did want to throw myself off the balcony, you know, you turning up and buying me a cheeseburger wouldn't be the combination to stop me. You know, and and it's that scene when you look on his face when you, when you camera camera cuts to Tony's face when she says that, and he's scared and shocked and surprised, and it's from that point on that he launches into these practical jokes because he's he wants to bring her back because he's scared for his daughter, basically. So, it, not only has it got this. <laughs> wicked you know very funny sense of humor it's a really touching drama at the same time so um you have to get past the cultural difference because that's what i liked about it is it's it it's showing you a different culture it's not you know that's that's part of the fun of it you know you're going into you you, you know a different a, a different culture as well you know that's you're either going to go with it or you're not so i think if you're if you're a fan of filmmaking I think you will you will go with it. I think, but um, yes. So I think John, you've convinced me to go and see this. Um, if not only for the cheese grater, only um, for the cheese grater. Yeah, scene. yeah. Well, that's that. that's no, but that, there's, no, there's a lot. Of, sound good. Yeah, there, yeah. Well, there's a lot of that kind of humour in it, mm. and you know he's there's there's a, there's a lot of the great scenes, and the humour's very dry. It's, it's slapstick, it's dry. It's it's observational. It's you know. It's really good. Very sharp. The humour's very sharp, <laughs> but it pushes it pushes the boundaries of what you might think is socially acceptable to be funny, which makes it even funnier. Yeah. Well, you've convinced me, John. I'm certainly going to go and see this. Good. Um, yeah. It sounds sure. really funny, um, and I hope it does get the Oscar Best Foreign Language Film. Um, yes, me too. If not Best Film. Yeah, me too. Um, so let's okay. So let's move on to my film, which is T Two Train Spotting. Um, uh-huh. It's done ext- incredibly well um, for the UK in the UK market. Um, it's 
Yeah, it's 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 taken a hell of a lot of money. It's, it was the top film um, when it came out. It's obviously directed by Danny Boyle. Mm-hmm. Um, no need to really say that. Um, starring Ewan McGregor as Renton, uh, Robert Carlyle as Begbie. Um, what's his name? Uh, Ewan Bremner as Spud and Johnny Lee Miller, Miller as Simon. Those are the main characters. Um, and it's a reprisal um, and a continuation of the first film. Um, and for those of you who have seen the first film, I think there's an added level of nostalgia there because it does replay some of the scenes from the first film. Um, it's quite tragic at the same time um, as funny. Um, it's interesting to see how the characters have developed. Um, it's interesting to see where they are. Um, there's lots of similar things going on as there was in the main film, like there's all the anecdotes about George Best. There's still okay. those surreal moments where it's sort of, uh, I know there's a moment where he goes into the toilet in the first one and it's sort of, he's, he, he's swimming. Um, there's a moment in this one where their sort of living room turns into a football pitch. Um, there's surreal moments like that. It's the same style yeah. of filmmaking. So it has the same kinetic. It's yeah, kinetic, yeah. Danny that's Boyle's how I kinetic would, um style. That's exact that's exactly how I would describe it. Um it is about aging. It's about not it's about what you want from life, you know, what you what you take what you get from life, where you are with life. It's it's about it's a lot it feels a lot deeper than the first one um, because they've grown up. Um, it feels a lot more like broader because they've got their history involved as well as their present involved. Mm. Um, there's still an element of fun in there. There's a story about, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but obviously Begbie is... is um, Not present. Yeah. He's out. Well, yeah. From the trailer, you can see that. But obviously, he's got a vendetta, yeah. and there is sort of that sort of fun yeah. element where he's sort of him chasing Renton in a sense. Did you? Um, did you? Did you feel because what a lot of a lot of this, a lot of the criticism labelled against it is that there was no no need and it sold a perfectly good legacy and because it was a very much a film of its time, wasn't it? It was very much a Britpop movie where it was like, it had energy yeah. and did you yeah. feel that it lost I mean, a little bit of that? Yeah, I mean, like, it didn't have the same energy. Was it, was it relevant? The new, <laughs> the new, the old film have had an amazing energy. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it was, it had an amazing energy. It was a time, energy. it was a, oh, it's yeah. time, wasn't it? But I mean, well. it, was, it was, it was kind of, time capsule. it was one of his first films and it mm. seemed to me like he did, yeah, it was, he did an amazing yeah. job. Like he, mm. he created a film that with the first one that was sort of absorbing and like sort of horrific and tragic mm. and funny and you know and it all made sense. It was almost and, a perfect film. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. with this one, it was more melancholic and a bit oh, sad. Okay. But no, but I mean, not it wasn't in the same way it wasn't as intense as the first one in its sadness it was like a bit more philosophical sadness okay. it was like about aging at the same time and <clears throat> i suppose like it kind of works as a standalone film in some ways but it is very much informed by the first one and i think without seeing the first one you will 
feel like you're missing out. Okay. Um, is it, do, you think, do you think that I mean I, I think I, I think you have convinced me to go and see it <laughs> I mean um, I, 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 I mean yeah, I mean I love Danny Boyle and yeah, yeah just like around about, around about that time of the mid 90s when you know I first started to really get into film properly and it was the Reservoir Dogs and it was Trainspotting and Shadow Grave and it was the uh, the whole new indie boom which got me into probably into film more than yeah, just a casual there movie was, going. There yeah. was lock stock around that time. Lock, there was yeah, Tarantino. I mean, yeah, train spotting was like train spotting was. I mean, you remember like uh, Empire Magazine with the famous mm. quote, you know, Hollywood come in, your time is up, and there was the, that poster, that campaign was everywhere, and it was it really felt like the rebirth of British film. So, is this? It, it, what I've read of the reviews and what you're saying kind of confirms it. I think it's like just almost like a fan service film, right? Where like it's like, like, like a new Star Wars movie. It's, it's never going to have yeah. the same impact as the first. Just like one, the original Star Wars, not have the same impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, but, but this has yeah. done incredibly well yeah. in the UK, and I don't think that's. You know, we shouldn't ignore the fact that this has made it an impact on on the UK, and it has done incredibly well for for the UK film industry, and and people are going, yeah. um, people are going to see to see it more so. You know, I mean, I would, I mean, I, well, I would go and see it because I'm a fan of the original, mm. um, and also I like Danny Boyle, and he does direct in a really hyperkinetic way, and it looks like he's. Well, he's really good at is bringing music in. Yeah, I mean, this this the has sound, its, the soundtrack this, and the way that. I mean, that, yeah. there's a tribute to Bowie in this, and nice. I won't ruin it for anyone. Okay, but yeah. like, um, well, I, mean, it's like, I really want to go and see it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's sort of yeah. There, yeah. There's a tribute to Bowie, and it's sort of there's got a lot. Of, yeah. There's a lot of Britishness in it. But he hasn't lost it as a director as well. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you've seen most of his movies recently, he's, he's still he's still really like kinetic star editing. He's like like. Uh, Steve Jobs. Did you see Steve Jobs? No. I, yeah, I did see Steve yeah. Jobs. Well, it's yeah. all it's all yeah, like on see. the major conferences. Yeah. And it's so brilliantly edited. It was quite yeah, very. Yeah, yeah it was all about the editing. Yeah, he's yeah. always been that way. Like, yeah. and it, he had a great way of combining. Like, he's, he's really always kind of. He'll probably hate this, so I apologise, Mr. Boyle, if you, ever, <laughs> if you ever hear this. But he is a bit like a British Tarantino, and not in the sense yeah. that when he he will hate that. He will hate yeah. it, yeah. but um, not as in the content. Of what he, but but like the way he, he always has a great song for a great image, and he always edits music and, and film together brilliantly. Yeah, yeah. that's what he did with Trainspot. Yeah, yeah. and he, like, he's always had that. It's famous yeah. for its soundtrack. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I I mean, as in your terms of your editing with music and image, Danny, not <laughs> not your content. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to. He might give you a job one day. You never know. Do a bit of post production. We can work together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, um, I think that was it. Was great. That worked really well. I thought. Yeah, well, I thought we could get each other to to do both go and see the films. But yeah. I mean, wouldn't yeah. Anyway, but we'd yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah but that was always going to happen. I would seem more excited. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let us know if you liked the format this week. Um, we're always open to comments and stuff like that. We just did it this way because. We thought we'd mix it up a little bit, and we. <laughs> and also, we we didn't have time to watch the two. Well, same, yeah, same yeah, films don't together. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be not, honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, true. no. It, but it's we'll yeah. always be, you know, 
we can, we're we're flexible as Green Web, aren't we? Yeah, we're very flexible. Yeah, we yeah. always try should, different things. Should we do a quiz before we sign out? Um, you got one for me. You got one on. Oh, well, you got one on Ewan McGregor. Yeah, Ewan McGregor characters. It'd probably be a bit easier than the Ryan Gosling one. Go well, on, well, okay, all right. Okay, yep, go for it. Rent him. Train spotting. Yes. Train spotting two. Yes. Uh, yeah, very good. Yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah, Double well done. For that. Yeah, yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> oh, oh, Star Wars. Uh, the Phantom Menace, Star Wars, Attack of the Clones, Star Wars, Avenger of the Sith. There is one more. And Star Wars Force Awakens. Yeah, there is. Yeah, he's a, he did. His voice. Yes. Come on to do a voice on that one. Philip Morris. Oh, I love you, Philip Morris. Yeah. That was a bit of an easy one. Yeah. Um, the Ghost. Oh. Ghost writer? Yeah. Christian. Oh, Milan Rouge. I should know that. <laughs> that was good, mate. Well done. Um, Robert Lewis. Got me. A Life Less Ordinary. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. 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 Alex Law. That shallow grave. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Um, Tom Clayton. You won't get this. I know. I know. That's a TV series called Scream One. <laughs> that was harsh. Yeah, but do you know why I said that? Because it's called Scream One. Because it's called Scream One. Yeah, that's weird. Scream One Hundred One. Okay. Well, I mean, I did all right. Well done, John. Actually, you did better than I expected you to. Thanks. Yeah. I think it's been fun. It's been. It's been fun as always. It's been emotional, yeah, as, as Vinny Jones would say. It's been emotional. It's always emotional, but <laughs> it's been, it has been. I, you know, we should. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting yeah. emotional. Yeah. But, uh, well, we're going to sign out. I'm going to sign out. I'm going to well, say goodbye. Uh, Bye until the next Scream 101. Yeah. It's goodbye from me, and it's and goodbye, it's from, goodbye from me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.